Hey everybody and welcome back to Whiskey Talks. I'm Reed Osborne alongside my co-host Trevor Johnson and on this podcast we're gonna try to save the world. Trev, what's up? <sighs> Nothing. I'm fucking learning what mad libs are. Mad libs. Mad verbs. Mad libs. Lib verb. Yeah. I don't know what mad libs are. I've never done that. It's so... It, you have like... It's normally a little booklet and it's just got fill in the blank. Did and we under, do those in elementary and, school? And underneath something? it it says noun okay. or adjective or adverb or, you know. Right. Random shit like that. Okay. First things first, we need to address the elephant in the room. Okay. It is colder than fuck it's not that in this bad house. i have a candle lit that provides warmth yeah it's essentially a fireplace thank god for this really three is. wick candle yeah the wicks are they put off a lot of heat yeah i can i can sure feel it over here i pay the fucking bill around here and it gets expensive so Dude, i just choose when to we not. walked in tonight the thermostat couldn't even register the temperature because it was just like all the way bottomed out worse the lowest on 50 yeah, that's probably right. It was under that. Yeah, it was under that. We're we've just finally passed fifty nine degrees. That's that's fifty nine. It was fifty five in here, and you were bitching that it was hot enough to sweat. Well, I was sweating. I was carrying things into the house. Dude, my nipples were hard. Well, that is the is it because of the cold? Yeah, it's definitely because uh, of the cold. If I would have ran into a cork board, I would have stuck. <laughs> I don't think it was because of the cold, but it's so it's fucking not cold. It's that in here. bad. That's why blankets exist. Dude, our food froze in the pan before we could even serve it out oh, to ourselves. Okay. It did not. That that food was hot as fuck, actually. It took like I sat in front of me for ten minutes after you cooked it. It was so fucking hot. It was magma at that point. It well, was that's good. That's what we get for making two batches. Oh, hamburger helper's good. Would you rather have hamburger helper or Stouffer's lasagna? Hamburger helper. Yeah. I hate lasagna unless my mom makes it. I don't know why. Okay. So that's not a good one. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Quick drunk meals. Hamburger helper, ramen, party pizzas. Um, if I'm drunk and I got to choose and it's already prepared. Yeah, Or sure. I got to prepare. You got to make it. Okay, well then it. the party pizza. But <laughs> what happens sometimes well, when we make Sometimes. 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 You throw them in, and they take 13 minutes to cook, and then you just kind of try to take a little nap <laughs> while it's cooking, and then you wake up at 6 a.m., and the whole house is covered in smoke. <laughs> Sometimes that happens to people. I don't know those people. Oh, my think. God. Yeah. Did you wake up, or was it just Peanut that, like, realized? No, I woke up at 6, and I went, motherfucker. <laughs> Because I actually laid down on the floor and I set a timer for 13 minutes, but I was still trying to keep myself awake and like watching the TV. And apparently I slept right through that timer because I woke up at six in the middle of the like kitchen floor, just I'm, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're on the floor so that like the smoke was above you. I mean, honest to God, my lungs hurt the rest of the day. <laughs> I don't doubt it. When I showed up, I showed up here at like, I was trying to get out of town to Kansas City by eight. So I was here at like 7.30 to pick up my shit. And when I got out of my car, I smelled smoke. And I was like, what in the hell did these two do after I left them last night? And I walk in, and all the windows are open. It's like 39 degrees out or some shit. So decently warm still? Yeah, it was a fucking heat wave, Trev. Uh-huh. No. Yes. It was colder than hell. Eh, 
and you're asleep on the couch, and I wake you up, and I just say, are you okay? And you're like, yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I don't even remember that. I don't uh, remember you coming in. I'm like, dude, you left a pizza in the oven all night. And you're like, it'll be fine. Just a little overcooked. That's what I <laughs> That's said. That's what you said. Oh, God. Yeah. Me and Kyler did that. We put two pizzas in, and... That, I actually woke up at 7.30, and that was more smoke than I've ever seen in my life. Like, I jumped up, and I was like, Kyler, Kyler, and he's still not waking up. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Until I finally realized, oh my god, that house stunk for weeks. Double the pizza, double the smoke? Oh my god. So if we put four in there. Let's test it out later. Yeah, we'll try it. We'll try it tonight. What are you drinking tonight? What do you got uh, over there? I got a mixture of things. I got Bud Light Clamatos. Uh... Chiladas. These are the chiladas. Mine's a cl- yeah, chilada. It says clamato underneath though. I thought clamato and chiladas were different. Or Bud is clamato a brand of something? I don't know. It tastes like a bloody mary. It tastes the same. Yeah. I fucking love them. It's like a really, really salty bloody mary. It's good. I mean, it's good. Yeah. It's just got a bunch of Worcestershire sauce in it. Right. This light bulb above us that's flickering. Yeah. Every time it goes off, I think I'm having a stroke. Because I'm so cold you're that my not body's. That in, I knew you were gonna say that. You're not that cold. It's my body's fine. so cold that I'm in fight or flight. So this, every like I see a bright flash and I just assume I'm dead. This is why blankets exist. You just put one on and then everything's fine. You're not cold anymore. That's how it works. What if I want to walk around the house, Trev? Well, then you'll be fine outside of the blanket for like five seconds. Not in this house? Yes, it's not that bad. I have frostbite on my lips. It's up to 61 in here. That's plenty fucking warm. You're full of shit. It's plenty warm. There are homeless people with boxes warmer than that. Okay. That's not true. That's a guarantee. Well, yeah, if they're fucking living in, like, Mexico. Because it's warm there. No. Yes. I'm saying the ambient temperature inside and outside are two different things. Mm. Like, the box stays warmer. I'm just saying it's not that bad. I'm comfortable, so. I respectfully disagree. You can get over it. So, anyway, how was your week? Uh, week was good. Fucking idiot. What? It was a good week? Sorry. Huh? Yeah. Are you, are <laughs> I'm you done. done? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> uh, no, week, week was really good. Um, was drove, it? Yeah, I drove back and forth to Kansas City bunch right so put the miles on the car put miles on the car becca was like why are you driving the flex and i was like you want to know the real answer and she's like well obviously and i was like driving back and forth in a car makes my back hurt and the flex has a lumbar like support thing in the in the seat and so it just helps and she's like oh my god you are so old yeah (laughs) i was like i know it's terrible I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, I can't imagine how many years I've taken off my life in one year of work because I would say out of 365 days out of the year, I mean, I guess what would that be? Like 254 days or work days, not counting the weekends. So 254, I've probably slept there, I don't know, 30, 40 times. Yeah, you sleep there quite often, honestly. I sleep in it at least probably. And I sleep in the office chair. And the first three or four times I did it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is comfortable, honestly. I just kick my feet up on the desk and I pass out. And then it kind of gets more uncomfortable. And then when I did it last night, I was like, what the fuck? My back is hurting so bad. Like, I need to see a chiropractor yesterday. I can't do it anymore. 
You should get one of those office chairs that like leans back. See, mine does, but it's just it's like just... it lays flat and like oh, the footrest comes out. Yeah, no, have you seen those? No, I have those are a game changer. That sounds rich. <laughs> I mean, you definitely expensive. you have to make over two hundred k a year, right? To have a chair like it's that. A requirement. Yeah. Those people aren't sleeping on the job, so right. I guess take out a loan and get a chair. Sa- save your back. Sure. You know, can we get them for the podcast studio? If you buy them. Or steal them from somewhere. I mean, either option at this point. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, so anyway. Man. Yeah, how was your week? My uh, I, I, there were, my week was my week was good. Uh, my week sucked. I had no really complaints. Your week sucked? Yeah. All right, well. Most of them suck. Where's the beef? I don't have any beef. I just, it just sucks. No beef this week. I'm just, I don't know. I just, I don't know who invented this whole... Let's just fucking wake up every day and go to work. Why? This is stupid. We need to go back to, like, (laughs) bartering and shit where we all have an item and we just can kind of fucking trade. And, oh, my God, I hate it. I don't... It's not that I hate the work. It's just, it's just, like, it's so repetitive. It's a, like, it's a grind. It's like... It's a grind. Like, you can't... It's ignorant. You almost have to just... It's, like, habitual. You just kind of got to get up and go... You just, just go to like, this place for eight hours every day, and you drive the same route there. And it's just like I don't know. It seems like psychotic. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. So like, if I drive to St. Joe to work and back, it's like fifty minutes there, fifty minutes back, plus right. plus my eight hours. That's ten hours out of my day. If I'm getting eight hours of sleep, which doesn't happen, but let's say that I am, then I only have six hours left in the day. Right. Just from the drive and heading back. So I've been, I was up for an hour and a half before that. So there go, now I have four and a half hours left in the day. Yeah. Where's the me time, Trev? I know. Where is the me time? Like when, during that, the, the deadline week and I stayed at the office four nights in a row. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. I remember mom called me on the phone one day and she was like, is it raining? And I'd brought my lunch. I'd like packed like meal preps. And so... One night, I actually I ordered a pizza. So you pack a meal prep. That obviously means you can order a pizza. Chicken, as long as you have it with you, those are the calories. Chicken and rice for lunch, and then just fucking eat the pizza for dinner. But then I ate the, I ate like a few pieces of pizza like each night, and then like the meal preps for lunch. And she was like, "Hey, is it raining down there?" And I was like, "Um." And my blinds are closed in my office, and I was like, "I, I have no idea. I don't know. I haven't been outside in three days. I haven't left. So." I have no fucking clue if it's raining or not. You hadn't even left? No, I just hadn't left the office. Oh, my goodness. I would have... I think I would have exploded. Oh, God. It's... I gotta be able to get up and, like, walk around. Yeah. And do stuff like that. Otherwise... I just couldn't do it. You can't... I can't be confined. Like, I don't think I could just sit in a cubicle all day. I think that would, like... That would break me. I think... I, I need social interaction. I think that's I, just part of me. See, yeah, I don't necessarily need that because, like, I don't know. I'm like get so fucking distracted that, like, I close my office door every single day, like the whole day, because and like and there's another lady at work that does the exact same thing. And like, if you need us, just knock on the door and we'll just yeah, it's fine. But like, if I hear even the little bit of talking out there, I'm just so distracted by it because I just can't I just sit there and listen it's like when me and Stephanie used to study she always wanted to study with the TV on I'm like I'm, I can't fucking do this I yeah I'm, wa- I'm gonna I, watch the TV I'm, I'm going to watch the TV I've got I have to study if like in silence and yeah it's the same with my work like I just want it to be silent and with my fan going obviously and you and your fucking fans yeah they're awesome they're not awesome yes they are you have I have a fan going around me a problem a day. every you, day you have a problem 
And whenever you don't have a fan somewhere, what do you do? Uh, sometimes I've stayed the night somewhere and I don't have a fan, so yeah, I turn on a little box fan app and then plug my phone in. It's just an app that makes the sound of a box fan. Right, it's the noise. No cooling effect. It is so comforting to hear a box fan. I love it. I've been like that. Every single person in my family sleeps with a box fan. I don't think my dog could sleep with that one. I'm sure he couldn't at this point. No, he's, it's his birthday today. Is it really? Yes, I swear to God, he's eight years old. Eight? Yes, he's getting old. You had him for eight years? Yes. Wow, I did not realize that. Yeah. Good old Jasper. I know, I love you him. You didn't celebrate with him? Yeah, I did. I just went over to the house for like two hours. Did you give him like a birthday cake or anything like that? No, I gave him extra treats when he came in. And I played with him and put a video of him on my story. And, you know. Yeah. The typical thing. He's a cute boy. Until the you... typical, you know, like... The, like the thanks for white people page that pretty much sums up like that what i did for my dog's birthday that would be on there because that's that makes sense on twitter you know what i'm talking about yes oh yes. things white people like on things twitter. white people like on twitter yeah. yes yes that dog he's so good until he gets locked in a place with you and then if he gets mad he just pisses yeah <coughs> well what he does is <coughs> when i was living there full time and then i went to college oh this thing and I think I'm allergic to this. What? This thing. Well, well I'll take it. Here, hand me one of yours. Um, so oh, wow. when I went to college, I was gone for like the first full week, and Trade. he just didn't fucking understand Thanks, that. Buddy. And then I came home, and he was super excited for two days, and then I left. And so then, like, after one day, then he would just start pissing. And, like, one time he just, like, looked mom dead in the fucking eye and just raised it up and pissed. Because he was so fucking mad. And, like, one time I walked out the door after being there for the weekend. And he just, as soon as I walked out the door, he ran over and he pissed on the back of the couch. Because he just gets so pissed that I have to leave. No pun intended. But, yeah. I love him, though. Oh, my God. He's, He's a good so boy. autistic and it's awesome. He's a good boy. It's awesome. He is a good boy. Yes. You want to play a game? Sure. What, what are we playing? Well, since I taught you what Mad Libs were... I figure we should, we can try to do one here. So Mad Libs on the podcast. Mad right? Libs on the podcast. We'll do a little, little game time, little whiskey talk game time. All right, I'm in. All right, so the, you understand the rules. The rules, I, I the rules so. of shotgun are very clear. Yeah, very simple and very clear. Yes. Okay, this one is called Office Party Oath. Okay. So that's going to be the background story. I have no idea what it's going to say. <clears throat> are you prepared to shout words this way? Yes. Is there a time limit on the words? There are no. There is no time limit, but obviously, you know, funnier the better. Okay, I'll try my best here. All right. Are you ready for the first one? Yes. Adjective. Sexy. Excellent. Okay. We're off to a good start. Okay. Another adjective. Magnificent. Man, this is throwing me back to high school English. Mrs. Walker will be so proud of us. Right. Unless we screw one of these up. And then she, if she listens to this, what the fuck, dude? Like, we'll feel her in the back of our heads right. going, You guys are idiots! Mm -hmm. uh, verb. Run. Part of the body. Penis. Penis. Excellent. Noun. Penis. <laughs> yes. Noun. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. An adjective. Uh, excellent. I feel like there's a time limit. There should be if there's not. All right. Yeah, it's just got to be first word. Okay. Article of clothing. Underwear. Noun. House. 
God, that's so simple, but... Type of food. Spinach. I don't know. It's type of food. Same noun. Same. What do you mean, same noun? Oh, so I guess it means spinach again? Okay, double spinach. I think I spelled spinach differently right. between the two, but I'll know because I'm reading it. figure it out. Um, a place. Some place. Paris. Nice. Okay. That is a place. Paris, Texas or France? Definitely Paris, Texas, obviously. Yeah, the better one. Right. Um, and finally, an adjective. Beautiful. Good. That's the last one, I believe. Okay. So what was the, what was the theme of this? So it says that it's the office party oath. So... Um, this is business or pleasure office Mad Libs party. office party oath. So I guess this is you, okay, giving an giving an oath at your office party. So I imagine you're drunk at your guys' Christmas party and missed it last year. I was sick. Somebody yeah. happens to give you a microphone for whatever ungodly because they know I'm fucking awesome. Oh God, here we go. Tonight is the sexy office holiday party. Well, we're off to we're a off hell to of a, a start. start. <laughs> like, I love it. So it's gonna be an office party. And I do hereby promise that I will not make the same magnificent mistakes as last year. I will not run too much eggnog and fall on my penis. <laughs> when my boss wishes me a merry penis, I will not shout, what am I, an asshole magnet? <laughs> so far, you may have been fired twice, but Possibly. We're, not, we're not thinking about that. I will not sniff near my boss's wife and ask her why she's marinating... In such an excellent perfume. Okay. I could have came up with something better there, I feel like. Well, that's the whole deal. Like, we don't know what the hell they're going to say. I will not make photocopies of my underwear and dance on the house. I will not step in spinach while dancing on the spinach. I understand that it does not amuse my colleagues when I joke, this isn't an office. It's a Paris with fluorescent lighting. That's interesting that they did that. Yeah. If I, it's a place. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe it meant, like, kitchen. Wow. Who knows? Uh, okay. We're not dumb. This right. game's dumb. Yeah. Anyway, let's finish this out. This year, I promise I will be on my most beautiful behavior because, for the love of Pete, I can't keep looking for a new job every New Year's Day. Okay. So it started off better than it ended. For sure. As life does. Yeah. Well, tonight's the, as life, yes, absolutely. Tonight is the sexy office holiday party. I think right there... You're pretty much done. Like, yeah, somebody, that's, that's somebody the speech. should be turning the mic off. Yeah. After that. Uh, yeah, maybe tackling you. Right. So anyway. Security's called. What else? We didn't even talk about. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, the Patriots won 33-0. Yeah, I still them. hate no. Tom Brady. Fuck them. My brother gets married Saturday. Something more positive. That is positive. I'm in the wedding. It's Becca's My, birthday on Saturday. Right. Yeah, so big Double day. Double the fun. Double the fun. Yeah, this is my other brother, obviously. Yeah, Taylor, who was marrying. Brent didn't just already get a divorce, and he's remarrying. Yeah, so an annulment. It wasn't, we, a, it wasn't a month turnaround thing. Yeah, uh, Taylor's marrying Taylor. So that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of interesting. Taylor too. It's great that she's she calls him. He's a lot him. cooler than he is. <laughs> I went down to his bachelor party. Uh, that was a fuckload of fun, and <laughs> so I got to meet. That was the first time I'd even met her parents because you know they live in Garden City, so like it's kind of a trek when they see family it's not like the whole family's coming you know so like they'd right. come up to visit us or then go down to visit them and so and they live by our parents so i got to meet them and i was like i said to her mom and dad standing there and i was like well you know i just kind of assumed that you guys were you know you know pretty good people and everything and they were like oh yeah 
or what? What? And I was like, I mean, I, I just assumed you were good people. And they both kind of looked at each other and they're like, well, okay. Well, I don't really know what you mean. I was like, well, I thought you were, but I mean, you've been letting this douchebag hang around your daughter. So apparently you're not. <laughs> they just both just started dying. I'm sure we've appreciated that. Oh yeah. But they are, their whole, her whole family is super, super fucking nice. It was, it was so much fun. Good. I'm happy for both of them. Yeah. We ended up getting, I mean, fucking obliterated. And we got a ride home, and uh, they got one of those California king-size beds. Yeah. That's so Taylor comes out. Of course, he's the worst of all of us, and I make him a chicken salad sandwich when we get home. And he goes back into the bedroom, and he comes out in his sweats. He yells down the hall. He goes, Trev. He calls Taylor. Taylor, too. He calls her Ma. And I was like, what? He goes, Ma. That's what he says. He calls her Ma. He's like, hey, Ma. And he goes, you're with me and Ma. So I go back in there, and I sleep in the California king in between them, and we slept three deep in the bed. <laughs> It was so fun, though. It was a lot of fun. I'm ready for the wedding. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that'll be a good time. That'll be a good time. So that's coming up. Um, what else we got? Yeah, FYTB. That's fuck you, Tom Brady. Mm. Um, you can hashtag that at any point. It makes every single thing that you ever post better. Oh, my kids' senior picks are out. FYTB. Right. Like, <laughs> fuck you, Tom Brady. Yeah, fuck you. Just to remind Tom that we don't give a shit. Somebody put out the other day and it said like, so reports have confirmed from NFL executives that the reason they're requiring uh, players to wear face masks in the NFL is so Tom Brady doesn't try to make out with the other players. Like, <laughs> oh my God. That's how he shakes hands, oh. apparently. That's a strange, strange habit. I, I don't know why he keeps kissing everybody. Just stop kissing people. Just stop, like, stop kissing people. Why, if you're kissing Robert Kraft, you're guaranteed to get herpes. Right, yeah. All those people that he sex with. Go kiss your like. wife. Kiss anyway. She's gorgeous. That's stop. Why am I seeing all these pictures of kissing other? She's people? like a supermodel, isn't she? Yeah, she's worth like three times as much money as him. She literally is. It's crazy. Good for him. Like his to their total earnings, it might not be three times, but I'm pretty sure it's at least double. She's he, he gets he calls into uh, like some ESPN show, some nationwide ESPN show every single week, and at the very end he does his plugs, and his plugs are UGG boots and Macy's. Mm. Which is just a perfect combo for, you know, yeah. TB12 to have. Yeah. Because he's such an asshole. Yeah. He would be the dude walking in with Doug Boots. I want him and Philip Rivers to fight. Yeah. I mean, Philip, I mean, is it a group fight? Because Philip has 14 kids, so, you know, he kind of have like a little I think army. he just had three more. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. For sure. So now we're at 17, plus a <laughs> wife. And I guess she's got to look like a linebacker. That reminded me of, I saw that video of, uh, I don't know how to say it, but it's like, I don't know if it's that Rogers Antonio Cromartie or In, yeah if it's him or I thought it was him, but they were sitting there and they were talking about, so like, you know, t talk about your kids or whatever. And he's like, well, I got, and I don't know the name. So I'm Oh, just, he's the one with seven like bastard sons. Yeah. He was, he was like, well, right. I got, I got Stacy. She's three. I got, I got Brandon. He's, he's, he'd be three at Taylor. He's, he's three. See, it names another one. He's four. Names another one. He's four. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. hold up a second. Like, are are they triplets and then a set of twins, or are they like? No. Yeah, all different chicks from the same tour. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah. The child support payments are probably like out every of the every road <laughs> every road game he went on that year. Apparently. He impregnated someone. Yes. He ended up with eight kids by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. That's insane. But yeah, that's insane. Philip, he's got like fifteen of them, so. He does. 
He's oh, don't get me started. Fuck him too. Yeah, my dad always calls him Philip Cramier River because he does fucking wines all the time. He does he wine does. all the time. Did you see him go after that defensive back? Um, this guy picked him off and was like showing off, and he went over and like grabbed his shoulder pad and like was like walking him around the field. No, did you see Aaron Donald pick up Devontae Freeman and just start walking him down the field? No, that De- Freeman. Instead of body slamming him? Threw a punch at him, and he just grabbed him by the pads and, like, literally lifted him off the ground, and Freeman's little legs are kicking, and he's just (laughs) walking him back. Aaron Donald's a a man. Jesus Christ. I bet he benches 500 and squats 1,000. That dude is huge. If he hit me, it would look like a deer getting hit by a semi. I would evaporate. Yeah, and then ran over by another semi. Yes. Honestly. And then as soon as those particles fall, another semi comes through and just splits them just a little bit more. Yes. That is how it would be bad. It would be a bloodbath. Um, okay, that reminded me. I saw this tweet. I, I, we've done that a few times, like saying how these tweets we saw, because some are interesting. And it was kind of funny because it was like some guy, and I thought it was a, a guy that was a rapper, and he like was cutting up steaks. And he took a little piece of steak that was, like, raw, and he threw it at his dog, and his dog caught it and ate it, you know? Yeah. And this girl, uh, she commented on it, or somebody commented on it, and was like, um, are animals supposed to be eat raw meat? Like, aren't you? She was like, that could kill him, or something like that, or that could kill him, or whatever. And somebody quote tweeted her and said, yeah, all the animals in the wild, once they kill another, uh, kill another animal, they just go around the campfire and cook it up before they eat it. Make sure it's medium rare <laughs> yeah. wildebeest. It's just like if people are sitting back like gifs, like what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't honestly, I don't really know if like it is good for dogs or whatever. But she used the word animals, so it's. I would assume it's fine. So it's. I mean, obviously he's done it before in his dog. Yeah, but it was just like I saw some meme and it was uh, it said a meme, a meme. Yeah, it said uh, vegans. Then had a colon, and it's uh, we're just out here trying to save. All the animals. Animals are friends, not food. Some shit like that. And then it says animals, colon, and it's got a picture of a hyena just ripping the shit out of a wildebeest. And it's like, clearly. Right. They give a shit yeah. that we're eating them because if we don't eat them, they're just going to eat each other. So it's fine. Yeah, I don't, I've never understood that. I don't, I mean. I mean. We might have some vegans on the podcast. It's not like I, it's not that I just don't like you for it or anything. It's definitely. Just, I've never understood It's it. definitely better for the world and the environment. Like, you could do, like, a couple days a week vegan, and it wouldn't, it would help. But, like, everyone's all up in arms about the the Burger King, like, fake Whopper Mm -hmm. that's made out of 17 ingredients, and everyone's like, well, beef's made out of one ingredient. This is made out of 17. How is it supposed to be healthier for me? And the answer is, it's not. It's not meant to be healthier for you. What it's meant to do is cut back on the production of beef because it's, like, unsustainable. Right. The path that we're on. So they're not trying to make a healthier product. They're trying to make something close enough to beef that they could convince you that it's a hamburger and you would be fine with eating it. Right. So I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't Just know. I read saw a thing. fucking article before you post on Facebook. I saw one thing that said uh, Damn it. Which I don't know the exact years, but let's just, I think it was 1950, but it was like ni- in 1950 one person if you were feeding like the world or whatever, or it might've just been us. I mean, I thought it was like, it might've been world might've been us. Either way, it said one person was three acres of crop ground or farmland was so like they are, they could, that's they, how much, that's how that's much crop how much it produces to make them and, like in the year in the 2050, year. 
it's three people per one acre. So like, and it is getting harder to feed the. I mean, the population just is fucking. Huge. I wonder per acre how much it's up though since then. Like just the genetic corn and everything that we have now, right? And the soybeans, like. Well, that's what I and I. I'm not even gonna go. I don't know. We did a little market research studies a little bit over Monsanto in college. I'm not going to say one way or the other, try to, because they weren't even my company. My company was Target, but I got to listen to some of them, and it was just like they set aside their budget for uh, lawsuits and shit because they're getting sued or whatever. But a lot, like a lot of the shit that, at least this group's stance, what they were taking was they're like they're just trying to figure out how to fucking feed everyone in this year so like they're trying to come up with ways to maximize crop yields because like we can't feed the fucking world for yeah this isn't sustainable is it's, that's the stance that this group took like i said i'm not going to take one or there because i really don't know enough about it but it it is kind of just true just like as a general human it makes sense like yeah i mean how how the fuck are we going to feed the yeah world? i mean i love steak. years even like oh my god the world has the world population has more than doubled in size since kennedy was president and, like, that doesn't feel like that long ago. Obviously, I was not alive for that. Mm-hmm. But, like, my dad was. So, in my, in our dad's lifetimes, my mom was born in 1969. So, in the time that my mom has been alive, the world has more than doubled in population. Went from 3.5 billion to over 7. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember seeing a tweet. <laughs> this is a little off topic, but that's what we do. And it's it, at one point it was like the somebody must have just fucking waited and screenshot at the perfect time cuz there's like that population counter cuz it goes up and it was at like 6,969,696,969,969 and it was just like somebody somebody screenshot it tweeted out and just said nice is all they said. Ryan like, Jensen oh would God. love that. Right, he was so drunk. <laughs> Oh. Like, oh god! I just I don't understand that. how it's doubled in size. Like, can, instead of trying to fix Africa's water supply, let's just ship some condoms down there. <laughs> you know, like if there's fewer of them, uh, yeah, that's they just that's a fair point. <laughs> just ship you know, some condoms. India has over a billion people. They have a seventh of the world population. That's ridiculous. They don't need that many. Right. Put a rubber on or sheepskin. Oh, I don't care. God, whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, there's but op- figure, we have options. Figure it out. Pull out game weak in right. these two places. Apparently, dear lord. Okay. Oh. Do you have something you want to talk about? Well, I was gonna tell you. So I had a similar experience to your high V. Okay. To your high V uh, trip, and it also involved old people. I would say median age between eighty-four and one hundred and seven. Okay. Somewhere in there. Right. The worst part. Very diverse group. Yeah. I go in to Hy-Vee, come in through that same alcohol section. I walk in, I just get two cases of water. Of course, when I grab the first case, the side of it rips out because we can't just make it with thick enough, thick enough plastic for me to be able to carry it by its handle because fuck me, that would be stupid. So I walk, when I walk in, there are zero people in the alcohol and spirit section. When I come back in, I am number nine in line. And there's people up this other aisle that are still looking. Uh-huh. And then they hop in line. And, of course, both of them are old as dirt, mid-90s. And so I can't say anything. They both cut in front of me. I'm standing here with, like, 40 pounds of water on each arm. Right. Just pissed at the world. Yeah. <laughs> wondering 
wondering what I had done wrong that day for this karmatic experience to be putting me through this. Yes. It was so unfair. Yeah, dude, I don't know. There's something about that fucking high V line. It's, it infuriates me. It's what I kind of actually sat down and I considered this. And I wondered if High V doubled as a senior center. Maybe there's some sort of group in the back that we don't know about. That could be. Let's not rule it out. That's all I'm saying. I'm in. I mean, you know. Conspiracy theories, I you mean, go back I'll and it says that employees only, but maybe underneath that in small print it says seniors welcome. Never know. I've never looked close enough. <laughs> it's it's probably awesome. written in Braille because they all can't fucking see. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> oh, they were so old. So old. Yeah. I had Kenny ask me last week, uh, or this last week, Jesus, two, three weeks ago. He was like, so what do you guys have against old people? Because he listens to the podcast. And I was like, we don't have anything against old people. That's not, that's not. Yeah, I'm not, I don't hate all old people. It's not the issue here. Yeah. But. There, I, there are some, though, that it's just like, dude, there's no way. Like, move it or lose it. I don't know. I just. My brother has a theory that you should have to retake your driver's test at 65. Once you read, or 67, whatever retirement is when you start drawing it, you have to also retake your driver's test. It's probably not the worst idea. There are times, though, that I'm, like, passing an old person, and they've blocked up so much traffic because they're going 10 miles an hour. It's like, you're actually, I feel like, more likely to cause a wreck right now. Yeah, because so many people want to pass you. Even this if it's a minor me, wreck, still. On 29 the other day, um, it was, like, 5 o'clock, so 29's running, I don't know, 80 at this point. Uh-huh. And some guy was going 55. And when I came up on him, there were no cars behind me. When we passed, there were like 12 cars, like exactly. zooming by this dude. Exactly, that's how always is. Just get out of the way. Read the MoDOT signs. I'm going to rewrite those things because I'm tired of seeing all the don't be a phone zombie, buckle up, or whatever the fuck they say right now. I just wanted to say old people, right lane, duh. Right. <laughs> duh. That reminds me. Uh, just get in the other fucking lane. Have you Move. Ever, have you ever been like been to Texas in car? Like drove to Texas? Uh, never drove to Texas. Drove to Alabama. I drove to well, I drove to Louisiana. I've driven in Texas. And I was so we had to go through Texas. And yes, it is eighty-five miles an hour. Like their two-lane blacktops are eighty or eighty-five mile an hour. And like it's it's because it's all flat. And then they also just every like mile or two. They have, like, an additional shoulder on the side that people pull off. And, like, I set my fucking cruise control on 90 miles an hour in an 85. No, it might have been an 80. It was either 80 or 85. And a state trooper had came up behind me, and I was like, oh, my fuck. And I was like, god damn it. I was like I said. And so I slowed it down. And then I was, like, a quarter mile away from that little shoulder, and I just pulled off on the right, and he just goes blowing past me. I was like, okay, well, literally no one gives a fuck how fast you drive down here. This is awesome. Yeah, it's insane. That was, yeah. When I first drove down there, everybody, they, everybody warned me. They were just like, watch out for the drivers. Like, they just fly around. It's go-karts. It looks like Mario Kart. When you get into, like, when you're in Dallas and it's like a four-lane highway, everyone's just weaving in and out, throwing bananas at each other. Yes, exactly. Every now and then you see a turtle go flying across the road. Yeah. There, yeah. Some guy passes you. Just Some guy's on a bullet. I mean, yeah. Just... yeah, the bullet comes through. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, I'm tired. Are you? You seem tired. Yeah, I'm kind of tired. You seem a little drunk and a little tired. 
I'm some of both. Right. Not sure which is more, but we got to power through some more Game of Thrones whenever we get done with this. Right. Game of Thrones is an actual show. If you don't watch it, go fucking watch it. Don't don't be like I saw this like oh my god here I go again. But I saw this older lady. She I know for a fact she's 68 actually. And she shared something on Facebook that said, please share if you are one of the few people that have never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. And, like, then you got all her, like, like people comment on it and be like, me too, so stupid. And it's just like... Well, it's what? not stupid. Okay. It just well, may okay. not be your thing. But how, how do you know that it was stupid if you're just saying now you've never watched an episode? Like... Right. I've never understood. Like, don't. If you didn't like Lord of the Rings, you're not going to like it. I'm not going to lie. When I was a kid, I was kind of like, I would kind of do that. It's... It's like, that's what, okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, there are some old people that literally act like children. And that's the same thing. When I was a kid, I was just like, a kid is in, like, I, I'll give an example of, actually, when I was, like, 17, 16, I was like, I, I'm not gonna, I don't like Friends. I'm not gonna fucking watch it. I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna watch it. Like, because, like, everyone talked about Friends and, like, you know, how great a TV show it was or whatever. And then, like, after a few years, I was like, okay, I, need, I can't just say that. I need to at least watch it. And, like, I watched a lot of it. I still didn't really get that into it. I And it might be because I was just, like, I geared towards that office in Parks and Rec, but... Yeah, you like the mockumentary more than the sitcom. But I was just, like, yeah, you know, it's not like it's terrible or anything. It was, you know, I laughed and, you know, it's fine. Like, it, it's not something that I got into, but it's just, like, yeah, I'm not going to continue to just, like, dog out something I'm not even watching. Yeah, if people tell me to watch something, I always give it a shot because... Even though it may not be my thing, and it definitely was their thing, which is why they liked it so much, it's still worth, you know, looking at. Right. Maybe you'll find something that gets you into a genre that you never knew that you liked. Right. Something, TV shows that I love, The Good Place. Yeah. It's I great. turned you on to The Good Place. That is one of my absolute favorite shows. Yeah, it's just so, like, I don't know, like we talked about, it's super original. Like It's, it's just... very original. Uh while doing all this background comedy and these constant, you know, you're just going through all these motions and there's many storylines going on, but you don't feel overwhelmed. It's also teaching you ethics all in the middle of that, right. which is awesome yeah. because in the world we live in, by God, it's not going to hurt for some people to learn some ethics. Yeah. I will say, dude, I am like overboard though with ethics. Um, okay, so... I got my master's in accounting from Mizzou, and the CFO of Enron, when Enron went down, you remember that? Yes. And they were, like, forging financial documents and, like, yes. lying and, you know, embezzling and all that shit. And so Enron goes down, and people lose fucking hundreds of millions of dollars and all of that. The CFO at the time that was a part in all of that was a Mizzou grad. So Mizzou kind of freaked the fuck out after that. And in our Masters of Accounting program, I don't know. You'd probably have to ask Stephanie to be 100% sure, but I would seriously say that 50% of the fucking tests and like 75% of the classes, you at least had some part of ethics in the class. And like you'd write a paragraph at the end of the test. I mean, your fucking test is over like... Like business ethics? Like, yes, and, like, and it's, your whole test is over, like, state and local income tax, but then at the end you have to write a fucking, like, paragraph about ethics and, like, what it means and all this shit because they just freaked out over it. It's just like, okay, I'm so tired of here, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna become the CFO of fucking Goldman Sachs and start forging docs. Like, 
I'm not, so I don't want to yeah, do this I understand. anymore. I get it, okay? I, I get it. Like, don't do we bad shit. We had one dirtbag come out. It's fine. Yeah. Like, Jesus. <laughs> this this it happens. happens. Yeah, it happens. Like, good Lord. So, yeah, I'm over that shit. Do you think, are you more utilitarian or are you more like, what's the other one? Con I'm trying to remember from the show. Contien. Okay, utilitarian means... I will do whatever it takes for the good of the group. So if I need to push you off a cliff to save my people, I'm going to do it. Like, I'll push you off the cliff. But uh, Kantian, Kantian, I believe is the philosopher's name, says, like, if, if I have, like, I can't push you off a cliff um, if I'm loyal to you because I have to stick to like, they go over this in the good place. Don't they? Yeah. So yeah, I was trying to remember. So are you more for the better of the group or are you more for the good of the one? I'm saving my people. You're saving your people. So you, that's I'm utilitarian. Like that. I'm like that dude. I'm just ride like, or die. I'm so fucking loyal to the people that I am close to. So, so I guess there is another option. So those are the two like ancient options there's a more recent one called uh, moral particularism and it's your ability to fluctuate back and forth between the two so like sometimes you could pick the betterment of the one sometimes you could pick the betterment of your people which is probably more what i am i tend to go favor my crowd more often but every now and then yes i yes my crowd i don't know i'm just there. like i've been like that my whole life like like here for instance there here's here's the uh so you have one gluttonous customer, right? One big fat dude who's probably being really annoying to the waiters and you know the type, sitting in a restaurant. And he orders five bowls of chili. Okay. Then you got five other people in the restaurant and they each order one bowl of chili. Are you going to kill the one glutton when the five so five of the bulls if i'm a waiter yeah so five of the bulls I'm have killing the one guy five of the bulls have poison in them are you sending it out and killing the five not so hungry patrons or are you sending it over to the one the one guy you're killing him yeah all the way yeah if i'm a waiter especially because you know tip wise you know yes, you're gonna get more money exactly. out of the other five but no seriously yeah i would just like the one guy. in that instance uh, yeah i kill the fatty i don't know why he has to be fat I don't, that's just it's called the trolley problem i you can also do it like you could hit <laughs> one person or five people but you have to swing the trolley car one way or the other right yeah so so you're trimming the fat is what you're saying and you're getting you know better tip money yeah hopefully unless they're assholes in which case fuck you right if you don't tip well that is something we should probably fuck talk you. about okay I do tip, I always tip at least 20%. Like, and if I didn't tip 20% on something, like, I guarantee you it was a fucking accident because I always tip at least 20%. And, like, my bill the other day, Cheddar's, um, I just went there, I was like, I really want their, their fucking salads because it has the crouton and their ranch is really good. And so, like, I went there and their lunch combo was a buffalo chicken wrap and a salad for $6.99. So my total bill was like eight, eight bucks. And it I, was a steal. And I tipped him. My God. And I was, it was so like, much food. I looked into my wallet and I had a $10 bill and then I had just three ones like that were at the front. And so I was like, okay, so like I just, I tipped five bucks, you know, like, cause I was like, whatever. I mean, and the wa the waitress was really you, good. You like, walked in there planning to spend 
15 bucks probably because generally whenever you go out to eat that's what you're going to spend so if you spend under that it's not going to hurt you right and so i was like you know i just I, I was going to put the 10 down that's like yeah i was like these three ones whatever dude like she i mean this girl you know she's you know she's waitressing tables and she was doing a really fucking good job and she had all the ones in the area so i was like i mean she deserves it she's obviously trying to like and she looked super young so work through college or something or like high school so i was like yeah here fuck it like it's just you know it's three ones and so and i do do that now however i do not understand it like i don't understand where at some point along the way and i am a little uneducated on this topic i know that and like I said, I tip at least 20% every time. However, why is it up to, like, that's like the server's way, that's how they, the server makes their wages. I mean, that's where they make their money. And yes. it's like, why is it, why at some point did someone decide that it was up to the customer and not the employer to pay those wages? Because that's essentially what it's, is happening. It's super American. In like Europe, they don't, there is no tipping. Like, it's a salary position. Um, here, I, it's pretty rare, I guess. And, it's definitely an American thing to make it seem like if I work harder, I'll make more money. When in reality, it's you can work your ass off and get seated 10 assholes all night right. and you're still not going to make any money. Mm -hmm. So really, I feel like it was some some freaking lobbyist for some restaurant union somehow got in there and was like, why don't we just pay him like that, $2 you know an that hour? For sure you're just thinking, no, I'm like, guessing. Maybe, like, okay. Like somehow some legislation was passed that allowed restaurant owners or whoever, like I guess not just restaurant owners, places that allow tipping as your wage to get to underpay right. from what the minimum wage is. Because like when I worked at Wabash, I made $2 an hour. That was my, that was my wage. Yeah, so and you then, made your money from the tips. And then my money was the tips. So at the end of the night, um, let's say I worked – a five-hour shift so Wabash was paying me ten dollars I had to account for minimum wage at least so if I worked for five hours and it was seven dollars an hour let's say I needed thirty five dollars and Wabash paid me ten so my first twenty five dollars in tips is taxable because I have to claim up to minimum wage okay and then after that I don't have to claim anything as long as it's a cash tip so if I had $10. You should be reporting that, sir. Isn't it ridiculous? Oh, yeah, Mr. <laughs> Accountant. Track my cash, please. Yeah, that's... Um. So if they were paying me $10 for the night Wabash, and then I had $20 in card tips and $30 in cash tips, I would have to claim $5 in my cash tips, and then the other $35 was untaxable. Right. So they only had to pay me $10 for the night for my services. They got to claim that they paid me minimum wage, in this case, $7. And I get to claim that I only made minimum wage even though I went home with 70, quote unquote, dollars. Okay. So. Is it a good wage? I don't, because like, I feel like, like, so I, I, I get my information like from Twitter. And there are some people that they're like complaining like, they'll complain about people not tipping and they're like, Jesus Christ, we're trying to, you know, do this and work our ass off for this. And she's like, I made this and this and tips or this guy's like, I saw one, this guy was like, Jesus, this guy. And he posted this bill of, you know, 200 bucks and he got like a $5 tip. And so I, and or whatever. And so, and I was just like, I, I really don't know. Like is serve, can you make 
good money in? I have no idea. You definitely can. Uh, is this a on the restaurant? Well, the restaurant definitely has a part bar? in it. Um, restaurant, the city that it's in, every everything's a factor. Really, it's the patron is what it comes down to because you could just get – there was always a – there was a family that would always come in to Wabash, and you didn't want to get them at your table because they had a special cut of meat that they needed. So we always had to have like two of these freaking steaks on hand in case they walked in and they would get a big appetizer, a big salad, and then these two steaks and it was 90 bucks always. And they would always hand you a $100 bill. You would bring them back $5 and five ones and they would give you $6 on a $90 bill on a specialty item that like if you don't like you have to go in there and be like yeah like they're here we gotta they're we gotta here, make yeah. this fucking thing it was so annoying and to one of my biggest pet peeves is is if somebody's food comes out wrong they take it out on the waiter right and it's not the waiter's fault now they may have written it down wrong that does happen sometimes but more often than not it just comes into the kitchen the kitchen sees it real quick maybe his thumb was over the no mayo thing Right. He sets it up on there. He makes your burger really quick. It comes out. It's got mayo on it. Now you're going to – you just cut your waiter's tip in half. Right. Because he accident like, we're human. We make mistakes. Right. If you screwed up at your job – Especially like, like if I screwed though. up at my job and my boss walked in and went, yeah, you messed that up, so we're going to um, we're gonna dock half your pay for the day. Like Exactly, Like, yeah. you just only get – you're going to work your eight hours, but you're only going to get paid for four. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. So it, that's just that's not the right thing to do. I always tip twenty percent. I always say that I'm gonna make my kids work in a restaurant because it really you don't understand until you're in the environment. And right. it's just such a the fact that your food gets to you at all is honestly a miracle. On a busy Saturday night, you can't believe what is going on, even in a small restaurant, to like get the food out as quick as it can possibly get right. out that door. Right. It's it's nuts. There were some like I saw some fights in the kitchen. Like everyone's just so it's just go 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 and it's your dinner rush is say 7 to 9 and it's literally 2 hours of you do not stop moving. Yeah. You are you are on the go constantly. If I'm not getting a check, I'm refilling a drink. If I'm not refilling a drink, I'm taking an order. Maybe I'm doing all three at once. I'm going back to get an order. I'm also going to grab your drink while I'm in there. And I'm going to tell the kitchen, hey, will you remake that burger because there was mayo on that guy's and he didn't want it. But he refused to send it back because he said he can box it and take it home and feed it to his daughter. Right. So, yeah, love that. That's also I will say, like, one of my favorite things. I know it's not like restaurant per se or whatever because I've never had, but our fundraisers in college were um, for my business group was always uh, we would work a concession stand like at Mizzou football games, Mizzou basketball games. And then we got, you know, so much percent. Wow. It sucks ass. And, like, there's, you can, I realize, like, you have, there's a fryer back there. And it's got three fryers. And so, like, halftime, you try to, like, make as much ahead. But then you don't want to make too much. Because, like, there are, there was some concession stands where we made too much. And then there's other ones. So, they do tell you, though, like, make this much. And, like, there was one where it was, like, six or seven straight people ordered like french fries and you're making everything in this fryer chicken strips french fries and you have these people like this one guy said he was just like are, are you guys in college like are you are you in college and one of the girls is, is like i mean yeah and he was like it's a miracle you even got into the school then and it's just like 
dude. I mean, she's not. She's just working the cash register, like. Yeah, this isn't the her guy job. that's working the fryer. Like at one time, like Matt was working. It's like he can't. He's just he can put it all in, and it's like he's just waiting. And then he's obviously doing it really quick. And like you know, he's he's from a small town, yeah. so he's a hard worker. We won't get into that, but I guess like, he's he should he, probably stir it up with his hands and make it yeah, go faster. It's like, like that's what they want. It's like I mean, I'm sorry, like. We'll get it to you, but it's there. It, we there's nothing we could do right now. I watched now. the guy at the Chiefs game a few weeks ago. Chew on the cashier because he ordered like five pretzels. And they only had three, so they were making him two. Well, they have one freaking microwave mm-hmm. in this place because they prep all that food way earlier. As I'm sure or the pretzels get prepped way. So they're trying to heat these things up for him, and me, we had been waiting. Hmm, Probably like five minutes. He had probably been waiting two minutes before us. He was two people ahead of us, so I heard his order. And our food comes out, and he throws the biggest fit and just starts screaming at everyone back there. And he's just like, you guys, this is why you fucking work here. You couldn't even make it at the Waffle House across the street. But in all seriousness, they're probably sort of, like, they're probably in some sort of, like, fraternity or like sports like an athletic program yeah, or they work for a company that gets contracted to do this like this is not what they do every day yeah they're, they're trying man like they're feeding seventy six thousand people beer and pretzels and hot dogs all night long right there's going to be a little bit of wait time chill the fuck out yeah and i just want to say that to people but then you get like hit and i'm not a fighter and so uh, then you know, the worst one there. I did was is I didn't want to do a Mizzou basketball game because I was going to the games, and there was there's a few other things you could do like there would be other little things maybe at Mizzou Arena that you could do and so like I didn't want to do a basketball game it's like well I want to go watch the basketball game you know so one year I did state wrestling the state wrestling tournament that was nice that was so smooth like there's and there's no break like halftime you know they right have, it's they just have, like, people some in between sort of break in between there but like yeah it wasn't a big rush. So the other one was Veterans United, uh, a company in Columbia. They um, rent out, they rent out Mizzou Arena, and they put on like a concert for their employees. And they have like I can't remember what it is, four thousand employees, five thousand something, and it might be two companies that do it together. But and they have like a concert and a live band that plays. So I was like, I'll do that. Like it's Mizzou Arena. There's four or five thousand employees. Like you know, and they can bring a guest, but like whatever so that'll be that'll be simple i'll just do that you know the concert will be going the whole time so i show up at it and they're like yeah so the big thing is is they, they made us take like the alcohol id test you know and all that so we can make sure we can give alcohol and they're like you know so you guys all took your test or whatever the big thing is just make sure you check ids you know check everything you know and it'll be open bar so you'll have to check a lot of them and i was like wait wait what it's an open bar and i looked in there and the lady was like she was like yeah she's like it's in it's open bar so all of the food and the beer and the drink and everything in the concession stand was already paid for by the company. So you could literally go up there and order 10 hot dogs and you we could only give two beers at a time, but you could order 10 hot dogs, two beers, four pretzels, six nachos, and it, it's fine. Like it was You guys have all, to go boxes? <laughs> oh my God. I, I'm not kidding. To date, it is possibly the worst like five to six hours of my entire life. Because <laughs> of course you have people 
constantly in line wanting more beer. I mean, you know, or like wanting a hot dog with their beer. And so, and it's all free for them. So like, why wouldn't they? So like, yeah, why wouldn't they? And oh my God, I was, we are sprinting around in there, like trying to get things made and trying to get, oh my God. Dude, there's no swamp ass like working in a restaurant swamp ass. Oh my God, it was terrible. Just walking everywhere. And I seriously, and it's hot as hell that you said that. Yeah, it's super hot. And I didn't have, we had to wear a pair of khakis. And I had taken my like clothes home because I, when I was in college, I would always go take all of my clothes home and have my mom wash them. And I was like, oh, I won't need my dress clothes for a while. So I left everything that was dressy at all just at the house. And I needed a pair of khakis. So I went to Walmart and picked up a pair before I went there. And they're like way too fucking tight. And I just like put them on and then just like went up there. And oh my God, I was sweating so bad, just fucking everywhere. And Did it come through your khakis? Yes. That's the worst. Yes. It, I mean, as soon as I got home, like I like kind of fell into the shower and just laid in the shower for like two hours. It was, it was the worst night of my life. What they te- Oh, God. At Wabash, they called it... They always joked about putting in a man pond. I don't think this ever happened, but it was called a man pond. And the first few times I listened to it, and I was like, hmm, what the hell's a man pond? And so eventually I was like, okay, you guys got to... What, what the fuck's a man pond? And they're like, well, you go to the bathroom whenever you got swamp ass really bad, and you get like... 18 feet of toilet paper and you roll it up and you just shove it in between your ass cheeks Spencer told me about that man pond and I was like holy shit oh god they were like yeah if you have a customer you don't like you know you can just pull that sucker out and rim their their please don't tell me that happens no that does not happen that is not a real thing people don't spit in your food at least not in any restaurant I've ever worked in well that's good to know so that that's a running joke I've never seen that happen. I'm sure it does, but right over at the Bethany McDonald's like ten years ago, somebody was pissing in the fryer. I remember. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Then they they closed that KFC and Taco Bell down because what it was so the nasty. fuck? Yeah, I know. That place was awesome. You just felt so grody going in there, but the food was so good. Oh, if I walked in there, I had to go home and wash off with Dawn dish soap. And take soap. a penicillin shot. It was almost like I was an otter stuck in an oil spill. Yes. I had so much shit in my skin. It was absolutely ridiculous. You could slide on the floor like a penguin, which was wild. Yes. So pretty cool that you could go ice skating and get a taco in the same place. Oh, that place was awesome. That place was gross. Mm-hmm. Very, very gross. Answer me a question. Riddle me this. Does KFC have buffet? The one in Maryville does. The one in St. Joe does not. Okay. Yes. You answered that pretty pretty well then. I seriously don't... I have never, ever in my life seen a KFC that has a buffet except the one in Maryville. I'm not kidding you. Um, I, I've been to several other KFCs. Cameron. Cameron has one. I don't think so. They used to. We stopped there after a basketball game one time, and it was still going. I'm pretty sure they don't. And like Son the of ones a bitch. in Columbia did it. Like I'm really disappointed. I think it was like it was somebody like Alex Holtman or somebody that like pointed it out to me, and he was like, I don't know why I want to say it was him, but he was like, Yeah, they don't have them. Maybe it was Kyler. The best thing to do at that buffet is you get just a plate full of mashed potatoes and gravy and then you go over to the chicken area and you just get the crunchies that fell off of the other chicken and you just dump that on there when you sit down you immediately have diabetes yeah you do and if you eat two plates they are required by law to take your left leg yes but it's worth it it is 
It's 100% worth it. Yes. I'd give both my legs. Yes. For in four. the KFC uh, buffet in Maryville, I didn't realize until I worked at John Deere for uh, winter break, that was the worst fucking job I've ever had, um, washing combines 40 hours a week. And but for I went into their buffet uh, one day and it seriously was like four ninety nine or five ninety nine for this buffet. Yeah, really this cheap. Is fucking and this is absurd. <laughs> I love buffets. <laughs> I love Joy Walk. Yes. We went to Golden Corral. Finally, somebody agreed to go there with me. I'm not kidding. I asked at least a dozen people to go to Golden Crow with me and nobody would go until. Dude, I mean, everyone's so afraid of getting like food poisoning, but Chipotle gave everyone food poisoning there for a while and no one stopped eating it. Yeah. Like everyone was just like, well, I mean, only 50% of the people get it. So hopefully I'm going to the lucky ones. I went to Golden Crow. I gained my fucking 10 pounds. I fucking got diabetes. I, you know, I walked out, no food poisoning. Yeah. It was awesome. And it builds the immune system. Right. You know, if you just lick a doorknob every once in a while, build that immune system up. Yeah. Perfectly uh, acceptable. Yeah. So somebody sneezed in the macaroni. It's hot enough. It probably killed it. It's fine. It'll cook out. Yeah. I pulled a hair out of one of my pieces of chicken from Albany the other day. Mm-hmm. And I almost had a meltdown. Yeah. Like, in my office, I just go... I can't deal with that <gasps> either. Yeah. And I start gagging. And the girls out front are like, are you okay? And I just, like, pull this hair that was at least a foot long out of the crunchiness of my chicken and uh, i now i see why people are vegetarians right yeah <laughs> because thank god i can't pull a piece of hair out of you know a little spinach leaf yeah <laughs> i don't know i can't deal with the hair in the food yeah neither can peanut oh my god peanut is grossed out by hair so bad dude if it like gets in your mouth and then you can't get it out you try and scrape it off your tongue with your teeth and you're just like your yeah, body just goes into this mode where it's like it freaks the fuck out. It's like red alert, warning, warning, and then you're you just lose control of your mouth. You don't know what you're doing. Right. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Don't put that candle out. I just did it. Oh my god, it's tw- ten degrees colder in here now. I mean, I don't know. You turn the heat off. It's been burning Trev, it's a while. It's fifty-six again. These are expensive. What in the it fuck? It is not. It's still sixty. You're full of shit. It's 60 degrees. You're looking at it from that angle. I'm looking at it dead on. It's 60 degrees. You're looking at it from an angle. I'm looking at it straight on. It's 60 degrees. You're this dumber guy, than hell. You're such a pussy. Good lord. You're dumber than hell. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. So, uh, tonight is the first time that we have a actual sponsor. Yeah, so uh, I talked to Ross Trucking, Dre Ross, actually, and... He is our first sponsor. Dre is a great guy. He is a groomsman at my brother's wedding this weekend. Uh, he owns his own business. He has his own semi. Uh, he does hauling. Um, what all does he haul? Like he custom hauled hauling? pigs for a long time. He had that uh, down in St. Joe. And actually, Dre, though, is like, it's crazy because he'll Snapchat me sometimes. Taylor's the same way, which like the Snap Maps. But I looked and Dre was like up in Iowa one day and then all of a sudden he's in Kansas. But dre is a great guy uh ross trucking so dre ross trucking is the first sponsor that we have yeah thanks to dre uh, also brent johnson photography there again still our sponsor uh, brent go to him any picture needs anything you need go to brent uh yellow brick road entertainment produces this podcast uh 
We do everything that you need to have a party or a wedding or a school dance or anything of the sort. Uh, school dances and things like that, all clean music. Weddings, that's up to the bride and groom, generally not. But live music, DJs, photo booth, custom lighting, karaoke, anything you need to have a kick-ass party, we've got. So anyway. We're signing off today. Shout out to Dre Ross, especially tonight. Yeah, shout out to Dre. Uh, he bought us another mic, so we've got a third mic now. So we're gonna start doing a few guest appearances on here. Guests. We talked about. Uh, yeah, we talked about maybe having our moms on one time. Maybe. Yeah, we're gonna bring family. our moms on and play "Fuck Mary Kill." Right. Yeah, do a little family podcast. Oprah, but... Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. But yeah, we uh, we appreciate the support. You know, we of course uh, really appreciate Dre. Uh, like I said, Dre is a great guy. If you don't if you don't know him already, you should really get to know him. He's a good guy. I'm looking forward to this weekend uh, hanging out with him. So yeah, we're excited about you know we're excited about the podcast. We appreciate the support. So yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Peace.